Hey guys, welcome to CancelThisCancelTheShow.com. We don't have enough time to do all the stuff that we have today. It is packed. So many subjects. Mm-hmm. So much subject matter. We love it when you jump in. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Uh, getting things done, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our website, CancelThisShow.com. Hope you're having a great day. This is our Tuesday, November 14th podcast, live cast. You can go to CancelThisShow.com. Check out all the platforms that we're on. There are several viewing platforms live. The audio gets listed as soon as the show ends. News, news headlines, politics, cancel culture, education, business, you name it. Fridays are free for all Fridays. Anything goes. It's kind of that way all the time. Uh, But we love it when you guys jump in on the live cast as well. You educate us. We educate you. We entertain each other. That's kind of how it goes. Uh, All views are welcome. Just back it up with fact. Try to be somewhat kind, and there you go. It's a great time, Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and all the time on our website, canceltheshow.com. We'll be coming up on a year pretty soon, which is ironic. Uh, It's gone by very super fast. It is the fastest two hours in podcasting. We will be doing a, uh, I guess we're calling it kind of a a holiday party slash one-year anniversary party. Yes, I can't wait. So there you go. We'll give you the details on that coming up. in the next few weeks, we'll do it at Wendy's. They don't even know that yet, so I'm going to have to talk to them. So, Ben, if you're listening, <laughs> we're know. coming. We're coming. Uh, no, Ben just listens. He just checks in and says hi, and then he goes off. Yeah, but did you know he listens later? Uh, maybe. No, he told me yeah. he does. You preach, we teach. Wendy's seems to be the place of all like all the unofficial things that happen here. <laughs> yeah, that is well, so true. It wor- so true. Supporter of the show, advertiser of the show, uh, a half minute drive maybe 45 yeah. seconds a minute drive yeah. uh-huh. great food too uh, oh, wait. oh yeah the food doesn't hurt as well right uh, so thanks for jumping in everybody we appreciate you by the way special thanks to our advertisers our partners complete auto body repair once again complete auto body repair curtis barks and crew seven locations throughout the st louis metropolitan area when it comes to taking care of your vehicle they've got you covered anything for your car go ahead and do that also you can reach out to completeab.com CompleteAB.com. Sandy Travis is also there. She gets things rock and rolling from a human resource standpoint. And they've got tons of jobs. It was between 50 and 60 jobs when it came to technicians working in climate controlled facilities, as well as working uh, in all areas of sales, you name it, all kinds of things you can find there. Also, experienced realty partners expect to be moved. Kathy Helbig Strict, Steve Strict, 314-276-SOLD, 314-276-SOLD. In this changing time of real estate, you want to do, don't want to do it by yourself, rather. Give them a call, check them out. They'll take care of you from that standpoint. Also, um, Route 66 Cannabis, Ham and Patrick, join us on Wednesdays for Weed Wednesday segments. When it comes to making your life better, making sure you understand the products that they have. And by the way, their Ostera line of products are all over the state of Missouri, so it doesn't just have to be there. And Solar City STL, newer sponsor. Uh, Justin Televas came in last week. We'll try to get him in this week or next week again to continue our conversation when it comes to solar and everything that's going on from that standpoint. Um, 
You can give them a call at 636-515-4895, 636-515-4895. You can also go to our website, canceltheshow.com, and click on Get a Quote or Contact the Sponsor. It takes you right to their site that they created. Any questions when it comes to solar, he came on explaining it, more and more people doing it to save money. You just want to make sure that you would would get a benefit out of it, which is why you have to check in on that. Strategic Air Services, the premier private transportation providers in all things aviation, from aircraft management to concierge service and acquisition. If you know somebody that's looking to be a pilot or to work in the aviation industry, you can check them out, strategicairservices.net or go to canceltheshow.com on our partners list. We have a page for them. And we quip. WeQuip is a peer-to-peer rental marketplace where renters go and search for items that they need that their neighbors might not have, that you may not have, but you just need it for the day. It's a very cool company in O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, Check them out. You may be like, oh yeah, I could get this done. Oh yeah, I could use that really quick, but I didn't want to have to buy something. It makes a whole lot of sense. We'll be having them on this week or next week as well. And of course, Winty's, which we were just talking about. The original food shack, the best pizza, beers, burgers, wings, smoked meats, and saloon with a massive outdoor heated patio. Okay, we're ready to rock and roll. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house. Coming up at 8.30, we're going to talk with um, Brad Young from Hairstyle Fisher & Young about news that broke late last night regarding uh, Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey's uh, investigation into former Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. And there is no surprise why Kim quit. Mm-hmm. When you see some of the facts, when you see some of the numbers that were released and what was... It, we were sick before to hear some of the things that were going on in St. Louis City. And obviously, we knew what was going on. Why she did what she did. I mean, just think about it. George Soros paid her, as we talked about. She admitted to having George Soros money. One of the many prosecutors around America. And not one of them have good crime statistics. Gee, do the math. Why would George Soros be paying these people and they're doing a terrible job on purpose? The numbers will blow you away. We actually have a St. Louis circuit attorney now who admits that violent crime is way too high. They've got to do something. They've got to get tougher and they're trying. Gee, it's amazing. Thank God Andrew Bailey did what he did as an attorney general to do what he did because when the evidence came out and the, and the numbers started to make sense about what we all knew what was going on, um, she quit. She quit. She wasn't going to win. And it should tell you about all the groups that support her in St. Louis City as well, because they're supporting her and it makes you it should make you wonder about them as well, because certainly they couldn't be as uneducated to know the facts of what was really going on in St. Louis. We'll get into that coming up at 830. Looking forward to that. Uh, Also coming up on the show is Mike Johnson, the House Speaker, really is he really carrying a big stick? I don't think so. I've been I, I'm, I was happy to see him come in, but I said, be careful with Ukraine. He's talking a good game. He's not getting anything done in the house. And guess what? More money's going to Ukraine. Ugh. Once again, Republicans, 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 Republicans. Uh, we'll get into that. And they also had a chance to get some uh, business done yesterday. They could have made a big statement when it came to all the illegal immigration coming to this country. They didn't. We'll tell you about the eight Republicans who went across party lines <laughs> to join Democrats in protecting the Homeland Security uh, Secretary. 
Alejandro Mayorkas. Oh it, it, it should make you sick of what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, we'll tell you what Target's doing to police in California. Tucker Carlson getting recognized. He's joining Patriots in Spain. Um, so lots to get into. But I wanted to start today. It's interesting. Right out of the gate with more of our pop culture when it comes to politics, when it comes to what's happening. Um, the Marvels film opened up over the weekend to just $47 million. You want to talk about Marvel's misfiring. This is a perfect case of it. Now, there could be a variety of reasons why. Uh, well, it, <laughs> I'm super fatigued out. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, that's enough for me. It's like, okay, another Marvel's movie, another superhero movie. Here we go. That's enough for me to not want to do it. But you've also seen a lot of the superhero figures. Um, we, we saw what happened with Disney. Disney's taken a bunch of hits because it kind of went woke. Mm-hmm. Um, some people could call three superhero leads with all female cast with a female director who's African-American. You could call that somewhat woke. I'm not going all in on that because I loved Wonder Woman when it came out. And that movie was all about a female superhero. Gal get out. And yeah. I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. But I I agree. I think a lot of our listeners haven't gone to see it this weekend either. And it's for a variety of reasons, too, as you and I had talked about. It wasn't promoted because of the strike, the writer's strike? Correct. I think, you know, like look at the Barbie movie. It was promoted and the marketing for that movie was genius. Nobody really knew about this movie. There's so many people that really like the original Marvels. So regardless of whether it's woke or not, they don't want to go see another remake type thing and I'm with you Vic I am fatigued on all the superhero stuff and the remaking of it so I don't know because I honestly haven't seen the movie but I don't know that I care to spend my money to well, see it but this is a it, <laughs> is it woke is it not woke maybe it's a combination of everything mm-hmm. and maybe me saying that I'm just fatigued of superheroes right I am I'm tired of it but I'm an older man maybe kids aren't um But does it have something to do because you have some character types, and I I just read up a little bit on it, lead character can do no wrong, very Mm -hmm. bossy. Mm -hmm. Um, Does that relate? Uh, Is it another sign of what Disney has tried to do um, when it comes to just three women over and over? But they didn't. But I see points on both sides. Mm -hmm. But is it America saying we're done with woke? Is it another sign that the tide has turned. Is it another sign that cancel culture is not what it was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago? Mm-hmm. Do we, we see some choice. of those signs? What do you mean by that, buddy? I don't think, I think woke is just going to happen regardless. And I don't think that, that, that it doesn't matter if the majority doesn't like it or if we uh, rise up against it or whatever, they're going to keep shoving it down our throat. Yeah, well, they can't if they don't make money, though. Hollywood needs to make money. They're all in it together. They're sharing money. They're giving each other money, and then they're charging us for it through taxes. Yeah, so but, but the people more, the more we resist, the more money it costs us. No, yeah, but here's the thing. They spent a ton. I mean, I think it was in the hundreds of millions of dollars to make that film. They only brought in $47 million. Mm-hmm. And here's the other interesting thing. And they're not even hurting. Yeah, $47 million in the United States, but it also bombed. In Europe, only like sixty million, mm-hmm. just over between sixty and seventy million. So it's not just Americans, right? So that's why I'm like, it could just be a bad movie. I think they know when they make these things that they're going to bomb. They yeah. just- no, they their money still. I mean, they don't have an infinite supply. 
I think yeah, they do. It, it comes from us. Like no, these but, cor- yeah, but it only comes from us if we go, and we're not going because it costs way more to make these movies than what they're no, bringing these in. These corporations, the more money they lose, it it comes back on the taxpayers. So that? we end up paying through taxes. So the more money these corporations lose, the big corporations that run. The I think world, they're losing money, Joe. Yeah, I mean a lot of and, money. Yeah, it's but a business. They're but, getting but it even, back somewhere. I promise you. But that. even if they're losing it, obviously they don't care for some reason. I mean, look at the strike going on. They're being woke. People are going less and less. And here, look at us. We're all discussing it, and none of us even saw it. Probably nobody on our chat line saw it. And we're going straight to either the fatigue of the wokeism and also the fatigue of these lame superheroes they're not strong badasses anymore they all want to preach to us if we want to be preached to we want to go to church when we go to these movies now they preach to us about how we should act what we should do um and it's not all about right versus wrong it is so much wokeism and i do think people have gotten just sick of it but to your point joe they're not done doing it they're not done doing all this woke crap i don't know if it's esg scores i don't know if it's all the corporations or what i know someone that they literally their veterans day was all about how to be woke and how to do dei with our veterans and those are big corporations that did this on veterans day it isn't going to stop but we just need to stop going to them and you know i'm not going to say it's a fad but but it is part of that whole agenda, the whole Black Lives Matters, the whole woke, the whole ESG. It's all part and parcel. It's one big thing. And we can push back and we are pushing back. But I agree with Joe to the point that they're not going to stop for a while. I don't know what it's going to take for them to stop. But they've been so entrenched and embedded in this for so long. They don't really care. I mean, yes, I, I agree that they want money at the box office, but their virtue signaling is way more important than real virtues yeah but she i mean brie larson has given a lot of man-hating rhetoric yeah she has over the past yeah, she's she extremely has. liberal yeah by casting her i wonder if that has backlash as well i can't imagine as part of it all is going it, it, just trying to see because the movies when they start these movies they don't start now and oh it's out two weeks later this takes a, a few years to do mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, in the heart of cancel culture, and I think we've turned the corner, I really do, and heading towards a more positive direction when it comes to because we have seen the backlash with dollars. Americans don't want it, and apparently Europeans don't either, which is a good sign. That is a good sign. Give us our movies. Don't keep woke in it. Don't give us innuendos of certain things that are happening or that we should hear about. And then it gets back to the characters. But I do think it's a combination of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like I said, um, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm tired of superhero movies. I, I just am. Um, Alex said Spider-Man did well this year, but that's the difference. So it's called The Marvels. It, it came out this weekend. Once again, if you're just joining us, $46 million, or about $47 million opening weekend. The worst MCU uh, movie ever, ever. Marvel Cinematic was it Marvel Cinematic University's mm-hmm. um, Universal? Um, and then it didn't do well overseas as well. Yeah. Not good at all. But we don't see, quote, movies that are alleged to be or are in some way woke doing well. We just don't. And they're associated with Disney. And we know Disney has taken massive hits over the last couple of years for their stances 
on a lot of issues that seem to be or appear to be anti-family, anti-Christian, anti-kids, total woke. Those things just aren't selling in America. Mm-hmm. It's not working. Yeah. And this movie, is it another example of what's happening? That's what we're trying to find out about. Um, yeah, people are so... Miles I- Morales is Miles Morales. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Uh, another example from Aaron that he puts out there. Mm-hmm. Well, Pe- people are starting to wake up for sure. They are. They are. They're starting to wake up and they're just, like you said, they're just fatigued of all of this, you know, d- division even in the movies and everything's about a skin color and people are tired of being preached to about skin color. They're, they're tired of it. Now, I think they're going to keep pushing it for a while because it's in our schools, it's in our curriculum. So they're going to keep pushing it, but we don't have to go to it. Okay. Do you think that women get tired of speaking as a woman would Hollywood think it's good to have a person like Brie Larson or as Aaron says, Miss Marvel, one of the most virtual signaling woke ass characters ever created by Disney. Does that turn women off or do you have to be totally anti-conservative anti family to love a person like Brie Larson, I, I don't understand. I, I think, can you speak from a woman's? I, I can. I think, as a woman myself and our listeners, we don't want any of that. We see right through it. But you're talking to a group. But of you're people. also a woman that leans conservative. Correct. So correct. You like strong men characters. I do. You, I do. But women today, if you talk to our youth, our millennials, our Gen Zs, and even women my age who are not political. I'm not even saying these are the far left people. They have it in the sub recesses of their brain that they are to feel strong because they have been pushed down and oppressed for so long. That's still being taught to our kids. So even my my daughters who who are come from a conservative household and tend to be conservative, they don't always see this whole picture. They'll they'll be like, "Yeah, we need to be strong and empowered and this and that" because it's so in our vernacular and all all of the language that our kids are hearing. So I think other than purposeful, and I'm going to use the word purposefully conservative women, I think the average woman is okay with that, not because they understand what's going on. It's because it's just in the vernacular of everything they hear. So I don't think they're as bothered by it as we are. But we also know, and I talked about this over the past few years, and I started to see it happen about 15, 20 years ago, where Hollywood would put a little clip in here or they'd make a little comment there Mm -hmm. and humans unless they're not paying attention may not recognize it but it was like oh that's a shot at conservatism oh that's a shot at republicans oh that's a shot at christianity oh that's Mm -hmm. Mm anti-family oh that's anti-christian again any of those things and you why can't you just have a good movie case in point top gun maverick comes back out blows up the box office guess what no politics. I loved it. No bullshit woke. No any of that stuff. No trying to have, oh, some strong female character who's going to beat up all the men. No. It was a good old-fashioned movie that blew up with all ages. I'm telling you, they have people who do research in this stuff. They knew this was going to bomb. I'm telling you, they made a big shit turd, and they put it out there because the more they bomb... The more the corporation uh, loses money, the more inflation goes up, and the more it comes out of the taxpayer's pocket. This is I love your I love, I love your, your take. take on that. I love show. your take. I don't understand your take, which I is do. why I don't agree I with do. it. 
Maybe if I understood and was able to connect all the dots. They don't care that they lose money because they're getting it back in other I, ways. I, I'm gotta, telling you. I know, I I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I got to see how that works because money is freaking money. They've got to have it coming in. So where are they getting the money so that they can have bomb pictures and destroy their reputation? They just raise the box office price, and, and they have. To- but then, if they raise the box office price, less and less people are going. That's my point. Less and less people are going to the movies to see them. There's some underlying thing because, to Joe's point, I kind of get what he's saying. But what are the underlying things? I need to know what those things are. How are you generating money by having bomb films and when people aren't going? I don't know that you're. I don't know that it's so much generating money, but it is so. infiltrated by their thoughts like if you're a common sense person as the three of us in the room and our listeners are if you're gonna that's right we're common sense we're common sense (laughs) so if you literally are sitting there thinking and you're gonna go watch a woman and you're a guy you wanted the superhero to be a beautiful woman we women like buff men. When you look at that movie, that movie does. I mean, if you have any common sense at all, that movie doesn't appeal to either. Not that these this women new are, Marvels movie. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, appeal. I agree. Alex says they knew it was going to bomb. That's why they pushed it back four dates. I don't disagree that they knew it was going to be a bad movie because when they start watching it, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh shit, this is a bad movie." Well, then you not under- bad on purpose is my point. Well, then you got to wonder why they 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 did it anyway because you can't go back on it. This was. I'm going to tell you why. All female cast for the first time, three of them. The director, first black female director of a Marvel's movie, and the youngest ever at 34. You can't go do that because they would get eaten alive by some of the woke culture there in Hollywood. Oh, they absolutely would. And they don't even think like us. The people in Hollywood, even if you're an actor or not, they don't think like us. They they think in a completely different reality. Yeah, and this is what I said earlier. I guess Alex was just joining us. I said when they started this movie, remember what I said? Mm-hmm. It didn't just start last year. It started a few years ago because mm-hmm. it takes a few years for movie production to get done, to get edited, to get to the floor, to get to, to movie screens. It was more accepted than it is now, which what my point was is that I feel as if we're starting to turn the tide, do you even wonder, if it's just a little. Do you wonder if these corporations get kickbacks because of their ESG scores? Well, you know that to be true. Well, then I don't know if they that's get where kickbacks. they're making the money back. Well, see, here's what it is. We can put it... Tonight, I need you to go home and do some homework, Joe. Oh, okay. good, Joe. Since you've thrown this possibility out there, I need you to connect A to B and B to C so I can see it. Because it's a great hypothesis. Okay. I just wish that we could prove it mm-hmm. to show, oh yeah, we get a bad movie. That means we're going to get kickbacks. The worst movies we produce, we make more money. It's hard for me to understand the concept, but I'm open to it. Don't forget, they have those limited series on Disney like Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. I get it. Uh, well, well, it is. And like <clears throat> Margie's saying on here, the, the whole picture is like setting your own house on fire. It's like crazy abuse. And that's not exactly what she was talking about with what I'm going to say, but that's what we're living in. Like our country is like a house on fire and everything is so crazy. And we're supposed to keep thinking the way that they do. And so many people who don't use, who are smart, but they don't use critical th- you know, Joe, theory. can you pop up the movie again, the picture? I want to see the characters. I want to, Were they all different nationalities as well? I mean, I, I'm not opposed to that. It's just, 
Well, oh, yeah. you, you've got a black person, you've got a white person, and you've got Hispanic. somebody that's Hispanic. Yes. Okay. So so there you go. Even there, it's like, okay, we have to be fair to all the races. We're including everybody. We're including. Mm-hmm. So, well, that I mean, I'm not opposed to that. It's just if it makes sense. If it makes sense. <laughs> but clearly, this is a bad movie. Uh, Dave says, so with Marvels, they went against using the directors from the Avengers, Iron Man and Thor. Those directors were the same man, correct? And the other part about that is I just said, they, quote, gave a chance. Once again, I don't know if she was qualified, but the first black female to do the job at just 34 years of age. Hey, I'm not saying that you can't be 34 and bit, but was she ready to do a movie like this or was she given the opportunity because of the climate at the time and our listeners are saying which i oh, do she's think pakistani that, yeah that she's oh. arab she's arabic or <clears throat> arab so that speaks volumes too hmm mm-hmm. i mean it, the it, whole thing the whole thing is a bunch of garbage and we're being played <clears throat> bottom line we're so being played and and most of us have stopped playing but so they're going after our youth. But <laughs> although do, although I, do no. boys are do boys want to go see that? No. See, and no. and not to get too off base from that standpoint, but because it's kind of been around for a long time. Yes, uh, I, that's why God created a man and a woman to raise a child. Correct. You need love and nurturing for Correct. both parents, but both parents are different. A man is stronger yes. or supposed to be stronger. That doesn't mean that a woman isn't strong. You know what I mean. A woman's love, caring, nurturing. Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes when a woman doesn't have a man around, it's it, it's more difficult for her. You're not lying. And, and most kids, people won't say that though, Vic. And, most people are saying well, it has it's to okay. Be said. And young boys need strong father figures 100%. in their lives. I've heard so many times people say, why do you think the inner city's got all these dads are gone? And I'm like, well, then somebody needs to step up and be a strong. Boys need strong figures, strong leaders around them, strong heroes to look up to. Does a movie like that, is this made for women, for young girls? Do Do young boys, I guess connect with female superheroes that are the leaders i I don't know i can't imagine as as a person that ran a preschool for years what you said is exactly right little boys just in eight you can't baby little boys because they grow up and they don't be the strong men that they need to be correct correct and 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 a lot of parents i saw that if you saw and a strong man honors and loves his woman his wife and treats her like he would treat himself that doesn't mean better than yourself. That doesn't mean to well, according to scripture. It doesn't mean you're chauvinistic and not and, at all or aggressive and physical. And you know what? We're about the only show that says that. And that's why I'm going to stop for a minute and say it again. You know, as a person for years that has ingested conservative talk and conservative radio, most people there have backed off talking about what we just said. They have, though, Vic. Oh, yes, they have. It's always, it's okay if a gay couple, you know, raises a child. It's okay if two women, two men. Okay, that's what's going on in our world. But that doesn't make it the optimum way to raise 
raise a child because we are wired by God to have a male and a female to not only procreate, but to also raise that child. And I'm not saying you should stay in a relationship and you can't get a divorce, but the mom and the dad has to have some sort of an input. And if you don't have a dad and you're a female, you need to go get grandpa to do it, or you need to get an uncle or a best friend. So Vic, we are literally it. Like of any radio, people are so afraid to say what you just said. Well, regardless of the, it needs to happen and you need to be careful not to get off of the movie aspect of it, but you need to raise tough. I mean, I'll, I'll see things and we don't know what's happening with people's families, but I, I do see kids babied a lot, young kids, young boys babied a lot mm-hmm. and hear of stories babied a lot by moms who are doing it by themselves. Yes. Even by dads who are with moms that are just weaker. You've got it. Anyway, when it comes to the movie aspect of things, um, you know, Bland just said, these movies are made for the Hollywood insufferable feminist That's that direct, true. produce, mm-hmm. et cetera, these films. Um, yeah. Maybe. I could see that. I just know that it got blasted. Oh, Aaron also says there's a new South Park Panderverse episode. Uh, Trey and Matt got it right, and and mm-hmm. and what they do is mm-hmm. they literally rip woke. If you want to, check yeah, that's it out. really good. Now, now the it does that that ends up where you could interpret it that both sides kind of got something out of that. Panda How is that episode? They they kind of make it sound like uh, uh, it, it it by the end of it 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 could go either way. Where uh, the liberals could be like, yeah, they really stuck it to the conservatives, and at the end the the conservatives can take away like, yeah, they really stuck it to the liberals. This is what I hear. Okay, I haven't I haven't actually seen the episode. However, that's that's what I hear. Greg says, stop negotiating with kids. Too many parents negotiate with kids. You got to teach them about responsibility and consequences. And that can all get into the whole day and age of what we've got going on. Alex says, they went easy on conservatives compared to the left. Uh, Some of the clips that I saw, I agree with Alex. I thought they went a whole lot easier on conservatives than liberals. And it's like, whoa, wait a second. They're actually putting that out there. This massive popular show, which kind of shows again that maybe we've turned the corner in the last year when it comes to the whole situation with woke and we're going to come after you and cancel this, cancel that. Uh, That's a big deal with South Park. I mean, a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did see it and I thought it definitely leaned to the conservative you know, point of view from the clips that I've seen. Yeah, I agree. So I guess everybody's going to be going and watching the Marvels. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I got, I'm going to right now instead of you know doing oh, the show. I'm going to buy God. a ticket. Uh, not to get too off base again. Susan says I do think that there are too many parents who were afraid of their own kids. Um, and not to get too off base again, I do see many, and I see this more with women, and maybe you can speak to this, Lizzie, than men. And I don't know if this is kind of the whole culture of it, mm-hmm. where you have Hollywood trying to tell you to be this certain way in a movie, yep. and then people telling parents how to be. What? I see too many moms, or I've seen a lot of moms. I'll just say, let me rephrase. I've seen a lot of moms who say, "Oh, my daughter's my best friend." Okay, that sounds wonderful, mm-hmm. and it is amazing. Yeah. You're not supposed to be your kid's best friend. Really, ever? And I can speak to this on experience mm-hmm. because I've raised three children, including yeah. a girl. That's not what we're supposed to be. Correct. It may be later in life after you have raised a child. 
But you're always still the parent. I have adult children who are fantastic, but I'm still their mom. I am still their mom. Yeah. I, I, I love being their friend now, but I am the mom. There is a hierarchy that has to be done. So in the end of the day, if I see a problem with going on between my adult kids or whatever, we're going to call them on it and, and they're not going to like it. But we are always the parent. And our culture has lost sight of the fact that we are the bosses. We are the matriarchs. We are the patriarchs. We are not supposed to be their friend. So with this generation, um, I can tell you that a lot of them consider their friends family more than their actual. We need family. to get your damn camera back up. How many times do I have to ask you? I'm man? sorry. I know we you're need your camera up every stuff. single day, Joe. I like to be the like Lizzie. To... This is God. This is this is Joe. <laughs> no, no, no. What uh, what's the character that uh, Greg calls me? Wilson. Oh, you're like, like Wilson. Yeah. I'm like from, Wilson. Yes, yes. Okay, you're Well, okay, well then here's what we could do. We could still have a camera and you could push it up and then you can just have a hat on. Okay. And then just at least we see a figure okay. with just a hat. hat. Just a hat. That's or just Wilson like Ziggy. Yeah, like Ziggy. I love <laughs> it. Or Ziggy from it. that standpoint as well. Uh, Margie says parents look at their kids as a, a reflection on them. Interesting. Tara says, I love my kids more than anything in the world, but, 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 but. We are not friends. Right. It, it, when, they, when you call your kid <clears throat> your bestie, that's cute if you're just saying it for a second. But you know what? You can't do that. You can't be your kid's best you, friend. You can't. You, because, not in this life. No, you can't. Not in these times. No. You it sounds nice. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I love my kid. It's so fun. Yeah. But when it comes down that they're a teenager and they're doing something that you don't think is good for them and you don't, besties can't talk to each other that way, but a mom can. So we've completely lost sight of being the, the mom and the dad. Well, this is where you run the risk as a parent to lose your kid to the friend group because with with the woke culture, um, they if if you're not supportive as a parent well culture says you know we're your family you should just give them oh. what they call radio yeah, silence you got, yeah you're right and come you, hang with us uh, yes well and they are doing that the woke culture is definitely trying to get you to hate your parents but <clears throat> from early on you have to start telling them that if you've set the example for your kids from a loving yet tough standpoint mm -hmm. from uh, a godly standpoint people don't want to hear that it sometimes is the godly, mm -hmm. you, they may go somewhere else. For, they will be back. They will be. It's biblical. They will be back. It's just, you've got to trust the process. Mm -hmm. You've got to teach them. You've got to do what's right from a parenting standpoint. And you can't be afraid of what the world is. Well, I got to be nicer to them. I've got to make sure that they've got everything that they want or I'm going to lose them to the world. I know it's tough. It is so tough. And you're right, Joe. It's so um, tough. Being a parent these days is really tough. Well, being a kid's tough. It's worse yes, being a kid these it is days being, than it's yeah. ever been. That's for sure. And that's where we do have empathy for our kids. When they come home, you can love on them and have empathy for what they're going through. But then you still also have to tell them the truth. And you don't have to give your kids a whole lot of consequences if, if you've been there and present and, and, and you know kind of strict and loving at the same time. Your kids aren't going to get in that much trouble. No. They're, they're just not. They're just, and now that doesn't mean that they're perfect. I've got five kids, and I, they've all gotten a little bit of trouble, but basically not in anything big. None of them are in prison. I got to tell a funny story because um, she told it to several people, but one of my former co-anchors, Sandy Miller, uh, oh, from she's Fox a gal. Mm -hmm. Sandy told one story. She had her, and she has two big boys, and she's retired now from Fox Two. I used to anchor. She shows was my neighbor. Her. Did I tell you that? 
I think yeah, yeah, I think uh-huh. you did. She told me a story about where her son like said something or got in her face and like got like mm-hmm. did something like mm-hmm. you know just young boys get in trouble. It. And she's like, I leaned back and I punched him, <laughs> and he's like, and Whoa. he like went back and he came up and he's like, I'm sorry, mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you might have to do that. Spare the fist and spoil the child. You might have to do that, and they never had an issue again. I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And even joke, and, and would even joke about it. And um, and she is a very very sweet woman. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Uh, Megan says, Megan Marie, I'm not sure if people even know how to parent anymore. The inmates run the asylum That's thanks so to true. the wine agendas being forced on our kids mm-hmm. woke agendas is what she meant oh yeah she even said it down there the the woke agendas and where you know best for yourself or your parents don't because we already know if you believe in good and most people do believe in good higher power of god then you have to believe in the devil and the evil and if you believe in those two things which you have to do because one doesn't exist without the other then you have to believe that there is a fight to tear apart the family to tear apart kids and to steal those souls it's very simple when you break it down like this and so you have to continue the fight um, this is cancel this cancel the show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo in the house. Another big story that was happening from 2023 was Kim Gardner leaving office. Mm-hmm. Kim Gardner took off. Now we know why. We knew before. Yeah. Uh, The mounting evidence, the investigation from Andrew Bailey, and from a legal standpoint, it just seemed like it was massively coming down on her, and and it did. So late last night, Andrew Bailey, the Missouri Attorney General, released information of his report, and to talk more about it from a legal standpoint, we join in with our friend, our resident attorney, Brad Young of Harris, Dow, Fisher, and Young. Big Brad with his big mic and his big brain joining us as he normally does. Uh, Brad, so good to see you, my friend. Uh, From a legal standpoint, uh, Andrew Bailey is a damn good attorney general with breaking down statistics. No wonder Kim Gardner quit. Well, that's what I liked about this report, Vic, was that he laid it out that it had nothing to do with race. It had nothing to do with gender. It had everything to do with Kim Gardner's, uh, her worldview, her paradigm, her view as to how she should do her job was to not prosecute crime. That was her goal. And he showed that. He showed it in terms of the number of cases uh, that were, uh, that the circuit attorney's office dismissed was in excess of 23,000 cases that they dismissed (sighs) and didn't refile charges. Now, a lot of times, prosecutors 25,000 cases Brad is what I saw wow that that's that's it and and, 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 that's and let, it. That's let me it. explain let me explain that number just a bit all right because there's a there are a lot of times when prosecutors have to dismiss cases uh, for various reasons whether it's um, a failure to turn over evidence not completing an investigation they're not ready to go to trial but those all eventually get refiled all right so they're dismissed for procedural reasons. This is 25,000 cases that were dismissed, not for procedural reasons, but because the circuit attorney's office simply did not want to prosecute crime. Uh, They further had uh, in excess of 3,000 cases dismissed by judges because the, the attorneys simply either didn't show up for court, weren't prepared for trial, there was no attorney assigned, and they were dismissed. And so in all... We're looking at almost 30,000 
criminals who were not prosecuted during the Kim Gardner administration because of her her worldview that said prosecuting criminals is discriminatory. This is the whole reimagining of policing, right? Yes, exactly. Don't you and, think Tashara Jones should take some of the credit for uh, this bad stuff that has happened in St. Louis City? Because she was the one who said, oh, well, we need to reimagine policing while her yep. prosecuting attorney was doing what her vision was until, exactly. obviously, Janae Edmondson lost her legs with a criminal right. who should have been behind bars. Then that's when Tashara, uh, oh, yeah, I'm going to distance myself from this. Right. And if you look at the at the at the length of time, Vic, that that uh, that Kim Gardner was in office and all that length of time Tashara Jones was one of her strongest supporters until Janae Edmondson. Mm -hmm. So it, it was. So if you look at it, 99 percent of the time that Kim Gardner was in office, Tashara Jones said she's doing a great job. And it was only after that public relations nightmare and literally a nightmare for a family. Uh, where a young woman, a young athlete, lost her legs uh, due to the malfeasance of Kim Gardner. It was only then, and only then, that did, uh, did Tashara Jones uh, drop her like a hot potato. Uh, Brad Young from Hairstyle Fisher and Young joining us. Um, you're brilliant with all of these legal cases. You called out Kim Gardner from the beginning. Um, what about this stat statistic that I saw? $351,500 in taxpayer money paid to an unlicensed attorney providing legal advice. What the hell was going on with that? <laughs> I, you're, you're asking me to justify something that's going on. I, I, I You can't. That is indefensible. I don't it even understand what that means. I, I well, don't. What that means is what that means is that somebody had lost their license or had not gotten their license yet, but were paid as an attorney uh, to to be in that office. That's what that means. That so you know, it'd be like me and Lizzie being able to come down and start practicing law. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, do it tomorrow. you know, come on down. Hey, listen, I got an open office. Just come on down. Yeah. Well, I think it should be this. I think it should be that. Uh, in addition to the report, which Andrew Bailey, the Missouri Attorney General, added countless violations uh, of the Crime Victims' Rights Act, yep. and then that it all just started to add up. Kim goes out and see what I thought was interesting, and I've been asked this before. He's not pressing charges anymore, correct? Correct, because his only uh, his only role in this was to oust her from office. Now, in the press conference, Andrew Bailey said three things that I really think people should hear. Three things. Number one, he made the point that this was not about race, and it was backed up by, for example, just this week, the current circuit attorney, Gabe Gore, who's also African-American, he had uh, a town hall meeting talking about how he is stepping up the prosecution of crimes involving uh, car break-ins, smashing grabs, and so forth. And after that meeting, and I saw I saw all the coverage, after that meeting, there were multiple, multiple African-American citizens in the city of St. Louis who were applauding Gabe Gore. So it's not about race. It's about crime and safety, number one. Number two, uh, the other part that Andrew Bailey emphasized was that because, because Kim Gardner was going to school at St. Louis U to become a nurse, at the same time she was being paid for uh, her office's duties as a circuit attorney, there may be criminal charges because she wasn't devoting her full time to her office. In other words, she was treating it like a part-time job, but she was being paid as a full-time job. And then the third, and I know I'm throwing a lot at you, but no, I want to make sure stuff. that I get this these three points out here. The third point is this, 
is that Andrew Bailey literally, I mean, it was almost like he had a giant uh, cue card that he was holding up to the camera during his press conference to say this, that if there are victims of crime in the city of St. Louis, that there may be, and in fact, I think he said, he said that there probably is a civil cause of action against Kim Gardner personally for her neglection of duties because if people were affected by crime in the city, they could probably sue Kim Gardner in her personal capacity because of the fact that she was not doing her job and was off at SLU training to become a nurse. Do you think that Kim Gardner was in, was it more of her just being inept, not understanding the job, getting a chance to do the job because she was the first African-American woman to be in the role because she was elected and she was elected a second time by a higher, a much higher percentage yeah. than what people thought. Did, what, I, what, did she just like, did she pull the wool over people's eyes or did, did she know how to do the job, but just refused to? No, I think she was doing the job that she felt called to do. I, I this, this fits in with her worldview. You remember she went to the George Soros funded, it's called the Vera Institute, and she was trained at the Vera Institute. The Vera Institute trains people with this worldview. The prosecution of crime is discriminatory it, because if African-Americans are being prosecuted at a higher rate than, than whites, then therefore it's discriminatory. So the, the key, the way you resolve that discrimination is that you do not prosecute crime. So no, I do not think she was in over her head. Well, I think she was, but I think that, that her execution of her job duties was exactly what she intended, which is my worldview is don't prosecute crime, and so therefore I will not prosecute crime. I think she was actually living what she believed, and that was the atrocity. That's why I've been on this story uh, literally since the day she was elected, because I knew this was bad for St. Louis. And I, I was a champion of saying, let's put another African-American in office to show this is not discriminatory. Mm -hmm. It is all about crime. And, uh, and I think she was doing the job that she wanted to do. George Soros, bad. Bad for cities bad all across man. America when it comes to prosecuting crime. Uh, Andrew Bailey didn't just put this out as a, quote, scorecard. Uh, he also says that he wants to beef up with the state legislature the quo warranto <laughs> process, uh, give it more teeth. Can you explain yep. what that means in regards to what he may want to do? Right. The, the, the quo warranto action, Vic, as you've already alluded, is the, the legal process by which someone who is not doing their job is removed from office. And so from his perspective as the attorney general, he wants he wants two things. Number one, he wants the, the quo warranto action, in the, which is delineated in, by statute. He wants that beefed up so that when there are other officials who are literally not doing the job that they were elected to do, can be removed from office. And I think that Kim Gardner is the most egregious example of that, but she's not the only example of that. So that's one thing he called for. The second thing he called for is to change the statutes in Missouri to say that after a person, after the attorney general has filed a quo warranto action against a person, that person cannot run for re-election. Because the concern here is, is that, listen, at the next election, Kim Gardner could run for office again. There's nothing that prevents her from doing that unless the Missouri Supreme Court does something to remove her law license, which, as you They're and I They're not going to do ago, that. 
they're, they're not going to do that. And, and to me, it's just it's maddening to me that she was given uh, she was given a preference because of her race, uh, where any other attorney that did a fraction of what she did would have had their law license removed. To me, that's egregious. Yeah, it sounds like it. Brad Young from Hairstyle, Fisher & Young. Um, do you know, I mean, people said she was trying to work on the side as a nurse. Has word popped it. Is she working as a nurse? Do you have any idea? You know, I, I have no idea. I don't. I mean, I know uh, it's not our, our job to follow what Kim Gardner's doing now, but we have people talking about what hospital she may be at or things of that nature. And you talk about her having the opportunity, if she so desired, to run again. Yeah, she absolutely could. And the, the my only hope, and again, I'm not predicting this at all because uh, I, I predicted earlier that the Supreme Court would uh, would remove her from, from practicing law because of what she did. She intentionally put false evidence in front of the court. If any other attorney did that, uh, they would have been, uh, they would have had their law license removed. I would. Uh, first time offense that I would have my law license taken away from me, but she did not. Uh, but if the Supreme Court wanted to, now that you have this Andrew Bailey report, clearly there's evidence that warrants her, particularly when you're uh, when you're out at a university getting a degree, when you're supposed to be practicing uh, as the circuit attorney. Uh, boy, there, there is just a, a mountain of evidence here, Vic. I'll go on the record. That. I'll but go on the record and say she's not coming back. She won't run again. Boy, I hope not. I, I'm, I'm hope going not out on that Louis. record. Yeah, well, not in St. Louis. There, it's impossible. There's no way in hell I could not see in, that. In happen. fact, the only crime that I know that she effectively prosecuted was the was the McCloskeys, mm-hmm. and that was that was the only that oh, was the only case where she was actively involved in prosecuting a mm-hmm. crime, and then it was only because they disagreed with her worldview. So that's why I am confident that that her term as the mm-hmm. circuit attorney went out exactly the way that she wanted it to happen, which is don't prosecute crime unless you violate my worldview, and then I'm going to throw the book at you. Brad, um, I want to... That is the epitome of privilege that she has. Good point. Yes. Well, did have privilege. Hey, Brad, have you followed any of the Trump case in in New York with the New York Attorney General, Letitia Adams? Um, What made me think about that was the fact of what you just said. Oh, Kim Gardner actually was there every day in court when she was trying to go after the McCloskeys, where mm-hmm. the big media coverage was. For whatever reason, what you just said, it reminded me of the New York Attorney General, yes. <clears throat> who has shown up for all these days. She's not working on other stuff, but she is there for the cameras for Donald Trump. And Joe, please show this picture. I sent it to you with Donald Trump Jr. I believe he testified yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Uh, when Trump went up to the stand, Donald Trump Jr., she was smiling. Oh, look at that face. She was mm. smiling mm-hmm. in court when Donald Trump Jr. had to go up there and testify. Um, with Letitia in this case that's going on, is there anything that is dirty about that from a legal standpoint, a lawyer standpoint, her showing you know, up every day talking when a gag order has been placed on Donald Trump? Well, here's where it gets to be, using your term there, Vic, dirty. Uh, let's compare it with, with Kim Gardner. When Kim Gardner ran for office, she said, uh, in fact, she was prosecuting the McCloskeys at the time of her running for reelection. And she took the position publicly and in her reelection campaign. If you reelect me, I will prosecute the McCloskeys. Once that case got going, Kim Gardner was removed as the prosecuting attorney because of a conflict of interest, because she was using it as a campaign theme. 
Now, let's apply that. Let's apply that to this case with Letitia James. She literally ran for office. There's mountains of video of her saying, if you elect me, uh, I will go after Donald Trump. She had My it on goal. a campaign uh, pamphlet before yep. she even brought charges against Trump. Correct. And it wasn't just a one-time statement. It was literally a campaign theme. Vote for me. I will prosecute Donald Trump. So when you take that up on appeal, which obviously in this case, Donald Trump's going to lose. I'm telling you, there's a 100% chance. He has 0% chance of prevailing in this civil case in New York. So when that goes up on appeal, that will be one of the many areas of appeal by showing that the entire uh, the entire bringing of this lawsuit was in of itself a conflict of interest because Letitia James campaigned on that very topic. So it just goes on and on and on with no end in sight? With the uh, well, appeals? In this, in this case, well, there'll be a lot of appeals, I assure you. But it's not um, going to keep Donald Trump from running for president. No, 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 no. Now, because that's a civil case, and it only deals with whether or not yeah, Trump money. can continue to, to, to operate the Trump organization in the state of New York. Now, the other cases could impact, obviously, uh, his ability to run or be elected yeah, if he's convicted in criminal court, whether that's in Georgia, whether that's in Washington, D.C., or whether that's in, uh, in Florida. So either one, any of those with the criminal cases could, could effectively impact his ability to run and be president, but the civil case has no bearing on that. Gosh, Hairstyle Fisher & Young's very own Brad Young. What else is going on in your life? Well, uh, you know, business is good. Uh, but briefly, though, I do want to mention this. The Supreme Court just enacted uh, some ethics guidelines yesterday. It's just being announced this morning. And, uh, and what's interesting is, and I know we're on the clock here. No, we're good, they, Brad. No, we are good. Whatever time <laughs> but, you have. Okay. So, but I, I do want to mention this because... What you're hearing in the media is that this is solely and exclusively because of Justice Clarence Thomas. But here's the big distinction here. The distinction is, is that at no time did anyone who donated money or gave the trips to Clarence Thomas or gave him an RV or invited him out on a vacation, at no point in time did any individual who did that have any business in front of the Supreme Court. So it's still today not a conflict of interest. What is a conflict of interest is that when you look at Justice Kagan, who received a book deal for $3 million from a publishing company, that publishing company had actual cases in front of the Supreme Court, and she did not recuse herself. <laughs> so so I, I'm glad that the court has put out these guidelines, but here's what folks need to really, this is the takeaway from this. Uh, you hear folks uh, uh, in, in the Senate saying that the Congress should be legislating the Supreme Court's ethics guidelines. That would be unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. You cannot do that. And the determination of whether that would be constitutional would be the Supreme Court itself. So the fact that the court has to govern itself is a good thing, but we should resist calls for Congress to try to govern the Supreme Court because that is the whole idea of three independent branches of government. Damn well said from that standpoint. Brad, can you remind people where they can hear you outside of when you join us? Sure. Uh, I'm the legal analyst on CamWix Radio. I do, uh, uh, I do a segment on Wednesday mornings from 8.30 to 8.45. But more importantly, I do a show Wednesday evenings from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And I also fill in for folks on 97.1 when they're off, like Mark Reardon or Annie Fry or others. Uh, and, uh, and that's where you can catch me. 
Buddy, I appreciate it. Uh, have you been down to Mizzou much this uh, fall? I have. I've been to three football games. Oh, same uh, as me. And, uh, and I've been, uh, I, w- I was watching them and cheering them on. So it's looking good. Now number ranked 11th in the country. Soon to be uh, 10th. They're looking good. M-I-Z-Z-O-U. Brad, we love exactly. you, Brad Young. Thanks for uh, explaining everything for us today. Have a great day, Thanks, my Brad. friend. Thank right. you, Brad. Brad Young with Harris Dow, Fisher and Young. Always great to catch up with yeah, Brad. He's great. He's yeah, a he's, wealth he's, of information. No, he is. He's the best at what he does. And we really appreciate is. him. We're glad that he can jump in and join us when he can. This is cancel this, cancel the show.com. Uh, Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house. By the way, we wanted to let everybody know you can check out our website at cancel the show.com. We do have a merchandise site set up. You can jump in, you can buy hats, some really, really cool cancel this merchandise, some other merchandise hats. We've got uh, all kinds of cups and fancy kinds of cups and Stanleys, you name it. We have it on the website. We've also got a cancel this coffee when you're on the website too, that you can check out when you go to the cancel this uh, website page, you can see the cancel coffee as well. Um, We do have local pickup as well. You can go there, put it in. Um, Just a lot of really cool gear that people have been buying and uh, going out and supporting. And it supports us as well. We also have uh, a, 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 place where you can donate to the show if you wanted to help us out with what we're trying to do as well we're appreciative of that if you go to cancel you'll go to menu and then there's a donate button as well we appreciate that you can do that from your phone as well also grateful for our show pot our show partners um, which include complete auto body repair complete auto body repair you can check them out CompleteAB.com. you can find them on our website as well also when it comes to real estate you don't want to go it alone on wednesdays we talked to Kathy Hubbick Strict and Steve Strict with Experience Real Estate Partners. Uh, expect to be moved, 314-276-SOLD. And by the way, when you go to our partners page at canceltheshow.com, all of our partners are there. You can literally click on a button that takes you right to their pages. They know you're there and it helps them and it helps us and they'll take care of you as well. That includes Route 66 Cannabis. We do our Weed Wednesday segments with Ham and Patrick learning all about how products can help you get away from pharma, especially their Ostara brand, their Ostara products, which are in all of the dispensaries or many of them across the state. The state of Missouri. It doesn't matter if they're in a Route 66 place or not. Uh, Solar City STL, Justin Televast and his crew. He came in last week to give us an update. Solar's getting bigger and bigger, believe it or not. Um, they're explaining why people continue to do it because they're saving money. They're like, if I'm going to use this much energy, you know what? It makes sense to go solar so they can help you give them a call 636-515-4895 or just go to our website where you can look their 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 information up once again solar city stl solar city stl strategic air services where we broadcast live out of at spirit airport in the chesterfield valley premier private transportation providers in all things aviation and they're always looking for employees as well we quip services a peer-to-peer person-to-person rental marketplace where you can rent anything literally anything i was on there they had a they had a, a cornhole game on there that you could rent for the day. Those are the kind of things. Mm-hmm. And then if you're looking to rent things, you know, maybe you can rent out through WeQuip. Uh, you can go to our website. That'll take you right to a partners, or you can give them a call at 636-344-0809. And of course, Wenty's Food Shack and Saloon, the original Food Shack, uh, the best pizza, burgers, wings, smoked meats you'll find anywhere. All right, this is Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro Joe in the house. Um, you know, it, it wouldn't be a week, and we're two days in now, right? Mm-hmm. 
Only two days. Unless we had a Joe Biden mess up again. Did we show Joe Biden? Didn't we show Joe Biden mess ups yesterday? Yes, we did. Yeah, where he was confused mm-hmm. um, with the wreath. We showed that. Yes. Then he was talking about the LBTQ plus community. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like gays anymore. I mean, no. he, he left them out. Uh, we've got another uh, Joe Biden issue from yesterday. Joe Biden was honoring the Las Vegas hockey team for winning the Stanley Cup championship. And we'll play it a couple times, but uh, he forgets that he's president again and calls somebody else the president. Please have a seat. Please have a seat. And welcome to the White House. The 2023 Stanley Cup champion, uh, uh, Vegas Golden Knights. President Harris here to make sure we do this the right way. <laughs> and while he couldn't be here, I want to thank former cabinet member of mine, Marty Walsh. Uh, the, uh, he can't even talk. So rather be standing oh, up there. Than there are still liberals out there who say, well, he's not thank that bad. He messes much. up every now and then. No, because they don't even know because it's not being shown. No. You've got to hear this again. He literally goes, President Please Harris is here to make Welcome sure everything to the goes White all House. right. The 2023 Stanley Cup champion, Vegas Golden Knights. President Harris here to make sure we do this the right way. <laughs> President Harris, President Harris. He, he almost said it like a statement, but a question too. Uh-huh. President Harris, make sure we're here to do it the right way. Is she still the president? I don't know. Is it me or is it her? He does sound drunk. He does. Thank you all very much. I wonder if he is drunk. I no, mean, he's not drunk. I don't know. He acts drunk. But I mean, how, how do we know he's not drunk? You know, you get cocaine and heroin and all that found in the White House. President Harris here to make sure everything goes right. He does talk drunk. <laughs> he does talk drunk and President Harris. And it was like a question. Please save our shows. Send them to your liberal friends. We get ripped by Hamas supporters all the time. We liberals do. Every day. Um, we're just trying to give you the facts. Mainstream media won't show you how bad this guy is. No, they won't. And it could be alcohol, <sighs> but it very well, as Brenda said, it could be meds. Who knows? Because definitely people talk weird under certain meds. That's for sure. And just think about him. How do you take him serious when he keeps calling? It's like when Obama keeps calling his wife, husband, husband, wife. Thank and, you for sharing. And so there's a little bit of that. And then now you've got him talking about president harris and that's not the first time <sighs> it's like the fourth that. time yeah and, and we all know she's not the president but maybe she's the one he doesn't he don't know they both <laughs> well, don't maybe know he knows it. something that we don't she's uh she's on her way maybe yeah who knows oh my god could you imagine bite your tongue joe bite hey your well if something happens to him you know yeah, that would be just awful. Well, I guess it really doesn't just, change anything you know, because they're they'll just put one. him in a room somewhere. They will. And, they will. Well, that's why and he's it's calling, sad. That's it's, that's why he's calling her President Harris because she's already president pretty much because she's correct. the one running the country. If she, it's not Obama, she, she's not intelligent enough to do that. Well, she's just. Doing <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know what she's doing. Let's hear that laugh again. No, I can't do it on camera. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just can't. I'd like to sit in in a room with her for about five minutes when there's no cameras and ask her real questions, not these softball questions. Paul says he's too tired to use the word vice president. That could be. President Harris here, make sure everything's going right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. He is bad, 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 bad news. Yesterday, we were also uh, talking about Donald Trump. It was such a cool sight. Seeing Donald Trump, Tucker Carlson, Today. Kid Rock, and Dana White all walking out uh, together. Michael Chandler there as well, taking pictures with him. Dan Bongino oh, was taking pictures. So great. Um, then, what's interesting is his schedule. Mm-hmm. Tucker then, we have video of Tucker in Spain. Look at it. Tucker Carlson was out with the Spain Patriots. Look at the video. This is awesome. And recognized in Spain. And he was all over the place. He was welcomed by people who knew him. Um, He's there. And he was talking about the plight of Spaniards and what they're having to deal with in their country while Spain tries to push socialist ideas on their people. But it just shows you the reach of Tucker Carlson when you actually cover the stories and give information that nobody else is doing. He shows up in Spain and is immediately recognized with the patriots in Spain and the protesters who want their freedoms, who don't want to see a socialist agenda pushed all over their people, who are seeing their economy go down just like we're seeing in the United States. This is beautiful. Tucker Carlson. I mean, it just, it blew my mind. I was like, damn. Damn, he is all, he's been all over the place. He's having the time of his life right now. I don't know if you noticed his expressions when he was walking behind Donald Trump the other day and he's just smiling and laughing and then he's going here. Well, yeah, he's going he's out. He's having the, the time of his life. Well, yeah, he's walking out to Kid Rock Music yes, where he yes. has an arena full of people cheering. That stuff feels good. Yeah, he no longer has a choke around his neck from Fox News. So he's free to do all of this and say what he wants to say and be who he wants to be. And I love it. I just love when we talk about love. I just, I I respect the respect that he gets from the Spanish people. I love it too. It's great. And what a terrific, what a terrific show for him to get out there. Yes. And show that he supports what they're doing. And then that word spreads with the people as well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's people are all around the world battling against World Economic Forum Correct. ideas, World Economic mm-hmm. Forum uh, laws, and what they want to do. Um, just fun to watch Tucker Carlson out there doing what he's doing. This is beautiful. Um, which is again why he won't be vice president. Yeah, well, you're right. I would <laughs> or, love or, or it, or a but candidate by Donald Trump. Because- yeah, it, he he's better served outside of the VP. He can do all these sorts of things. But I'm glad he's friends with Donald Trump now. I think it's great. No, it it is. It is to watch those two make up, I guess, so to speak, and you know, show that they're in it together, um, so to speak, as well. Um, we've got other things that are going on from a conservative standpoint which make you wonder about where the party is uh for more hardcore republicans you had an opportunity yesterday and and it's frustrating to me you had eight republicans in the house and we've had so much talk about the house recently the word rhino fake republicans when's the when do you have democrats that are crossing party lines in the house to vote with republicans you just don't see it Mm -mm, you sure don't you just don't. Not not on these massive issues. But Republicans still can't get their shit together. Whether they're fake Republicans 
I, I don't care, whatever you want to call them. Yesterday, you had a chance to literally impeach the Homeland Secretary of Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, mm-hmm. and you could have done it. You could have impeached him. And eight freaking Republicans yep. refused to do it. They refused to impeach him. You're talking over 4 million illegals just in the Biden presidency that the government admits to coming across the border. 4 million. It's probably double that. Yeah. 4 to 8 million illegals just during the Biden years as presidency. And Alejandro Mayorkas is responsible for that. He is not taking care of the border. We, we, we've gone on and on and shown you videos and talked to people about that. And the House had a chance to impeach him and do something different. And eight Republicans said, no, we're not going to do that. And it's, all, it's almost always the same ones that do that. There's like three of them are from California. And then you've got Oregon and Colorado. And, and they just blew it. They blew it. And so, I mean, I would love to talk to some of them. Are they even really Republicans? What is their agenda that they that they would vote against this? Did you Why? have a list? I have a list. I do. I, I sent a list to Joe. Oh, he didn't. Have- yeah, I, I emailed a list to Joe. I can read them off. Yeah, here they are. There's a list. And so if you see them on the screen, you've got California Rep. Daryl Issa, Issa, whatever his name is, North Carolina, Virginia Fox, uh, Colorado Rep. Ken Ken Buck, then Oregon, Cliff Benz, Ohio, Mike Turner, North Carolina, Patrick McHenry, and two more Californians, Tom uh, McClintock and John, I don't know, Duarte, I think is how you say his name. But look at those names. So everybody take a look at those names. Those are people that aren't for you. They are not for making America great again. They're not. They, they just go along with the Democrats. They voted with the Democrats. Yeah, well, what concerns me about this, too, is the fact that um, Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, came in with a lot of hype, and it just shows that he can't move mountains. Mm -hmm. And I I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so, that things would not change with a new speaker that much. There's not enough power. There are things in place. All it did was take attention off the Biden crime family. I'm sorry. I like the way Mike Johnson talks, but guess what? He hasn't done anything yet. As a matter of fact, Republicans are now going to approve money to go to Ukraine because Mike Johnson's in control. It hasn't stopped. And I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on? Mm Mm-hmm. The big charade Matt Gates made, nothing has changed. Right. And I like what he did. Nothing did, has changed. It, nothing. I, nothing. Tell me what's changed. Nothing. Right. And you and I both had different. <clears throat> he looks like he's a part of the establishment. I know that he may not be. Right. But he looks like he's part of it. Correct. He says one thing, but then did something else. And I know you have to compromise. I get that. But give me a break with the Ukraine money. Give me a break with that. I mean, I'm going to go out. He's not uniting anybody that Kevin McCarthy couldn't. He's just not. It's a shame. It's a shame. And if all of it takes because your lead is so small that it only takes eight Republicans Republicans in air quotes mm-hmm. to stop anything that you try to do. Correct. Forget about it. And I don't know if it was because Marjorie Taylor Greene <clears throat> is the one who brought the legislation, but she got blasted out of the water by those eight. She did. That it was she- dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. And anything that they try to do to me feels as if 
Well, we've got eight Republicans over there who are never going to do anything to let us change anything that's going to happen. Well, and and you've got Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Lauren Boebert, who do the things that I, as a conservative, would absolutely want them to do. But our media has made them out to be crazy-ass people. And there's a lot more people, you know, on the same level as them that are way more crazy. But our mainstream media has done a great job of making them look like outliers and crazies. And really, they're just doing what we Americans want them to do. Well, Chris brings up a good point. Maybe it was part of a backdoor compromise so that it might have been the speakership uh, because we already know things are done behind scenes that we don't know about. We find out about things that everybody is allowed to find out about. That is true. And Chris is probably right about that. You always have to make these deals to get something done. I really didn't know that much about Mike Johnson, but everything that I see, what he says is very conservative, very make America great again agenda. And then he does this. It has to be. Well, that's why I said you just want to keep even keel. Don't get, oh, everything's going to change. We got Mike Johnson because I know as Americans... We get, and especially as conservatives, you, you get frustrated. You get a little victory. It's like, oh my God, things are going to change. And no. I said, things are not going to change. They're I, just I, not going to change. There are certain parameters that are set up in DC that are not going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do like him better than McCarthy for sure. Yeah, he he knows how to speak to everybody. Yes, and I think he his has tone to compromise. as well. Yeah, well, his tone is good, but I like even what he says. But. Yeah, I didn't like the Ukraine thing because the Ukraine thing, stop it with the Ukraine stuff. Just just stop it. Stop giving money to them. And, and you know, I'm a person that a lot of people do not agree with. Ukraine and Russia, that was not our fight to fight. We needed to stay the hell out of that. I wasn't for giving a dime to Ukraine or to Russia. Well, you've got one of their military leaders right now in Ukraine who came out a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago, and said, we're at a stalemate. He's like, this isn't going to go anywhere, and we don't see how it's ever going to change with what's going on with this war. There, The Ukrainian military leader said that. He's like, we're officially at a stalemate. I don't see how anything changes. Yet, you'll continue to do this, and do you see what's put in place? You have a wheel that's just going to continue to spin and spin and spin and spin. Well, we're just, we know that we can't win, but we just got to do this just to keep going. We're at a stalemate. We need more money just to continue to have what we have. More money, more money, more money. The wheel continues to spin over time and time again. And then you have people like Mike Johnson who thinks that Ukraine still needs this money over and over and over again. Every time it just keeps going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And that scares the hell out of me too, especially it's with our economy. And I don't care, as Nikki Haley said, it was only 3% at one point of our national budget. Well, what else are we going to be? We could be spending that money elsewhere. Are we really saving ourselves from Russians? No. No, we're not. Not in Ukraine. And all of that stuff continues to go on and on and on. Yes, uh, Bland is right. Other NATO countries are stopping the Ukraine funding. So obviously a money laundering operation for American politicians. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where's the money going? How is it going to get put back in? We've already heard uh, news of money that was pushed out to help with the election. These things go on and on and on. And, and it's frustrating to think that we're just stuck and Americans are stuck. And then you have the Republican conservative House Speaker backing this. I, I don't know if he's different. 
I, I just, I, I don't, but I'm not surprised because I expected it. I was hopeful. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe something's changed. No, nothing's changed. And that is really a shame. We are being so played and we can say all we want that we like him better, but he still did. Anybody that's giving money to Ukraine, even if it is a backdoor deal, stop it already. We know that that is money laundering. We know that this is a game that they're playing to get to launder their money and and to be against the American people. And so I'm very disappointed in, in Speaker you know, Mike Johnson, even if it was part of a back deal, I, I am disappointed in him. I really am. Yeah, it's it's not. And the other thing that that's going on is um, you've got another, and I'm sure it's not going to be a problem, but, you know, the government shutdown deadline is coming up. We had gotten an extension, but now they've got to somehow, some way put that together. Maybe Mike Johnson, he's already on track for a better outcome, or at least appears to be, because they're supposed to vote on the stopgap package Mm -hmm. that keeps the government running into the new year. Um, So I I haven't heard any frustrations about that. Maybe that's all part of the deal, too. I, I don't know. I don't know. But it eventually, the last one led to McCarthy's ouster because they couldn't figure out a budget. Correct. I am glad still, after all of this, I am still glad they ousted McCarthy. I, and I, and if they don't do it again, and if Mike Johnson keeps doing it, the problem is, is if you keep ousting these people, who's left? <laughs> but Mike Johnson isn't doing anything different. Oh, stop it right now, Vic. What is he doing that's different? Nothing, but I just want you to still stop it because I just want us to have to, I want you to be able to say, boy, Mike Johnson's doing a great job, but he's not. He's not. It's sad. Uh, yeah, this is Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. It's what happens sometimes when the Republicans are doing what they're doing and then uh, Americans are, are are stuck and just sitting back. Now, Donald Trump continues to have success. He continues to have ratings that are, are going through the roof, even in liberal Democratic areas that Republicans haven't won. Despite all of these charges and indictments, he continues to do well, despite the problems that we have in the House. And now another issue has started to come up where you've got officials all over and, and allegedly, they're not giving their names, but officials, not over only in, of, of America, but across the country, who are putting pressure on Biden to try to stop Israel's handling of their response to what happened to them. This is not stopped. A report came out in the, in the New York Times as well. We're talking about officials from the State Department, National Security Council, and Justice Department. They were part of this letter, but they remained, quote, anonymous because they said they wanted to protect against professional retaliation because they don't support Israel. They are demanding a ceasefire. Despite everything that's happened, despite admitting that Hamas has taken civilians, Mm -hmm. gone into hospitals, even says, yes, there's evidence to show that they're running their operations out of hospitals. Correct. With civilian shields. Um, yeah, well, sorry, we, we, we can't do anything. Demanding, demanding that 
the United States and Joe Biden be more strict in trying to force Israel. Well, Israel's not going to stop. Good, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't and stop. And trying to, you know, make sure that, quote, Palestinians, which is Hamas, are getting all the humanitarian aid, the adequate humanitarian aid that they deserve. Um, so far, you know, President Biden and other Western leaders have pushed back on the calls for the ceasefire in Gaza um, because it's only going to benefit Hamas. But these Correct. are other things that this man who can't even remember who the president is, he can't remember that he is the president, that they're going to have to make these decisions. Well, and we So already, who's making the decisions? We already know who it is. I mean, we know. We know it's anybody affiliated with Obama, and he is definitely someone that does not like, I'm going to just say it, he's not a person that likes Israel. He is definitely an obvious Muslim that sympathizes with people of the Middle East. A lot of people don't like for me to say that because their precious Obama would not really hate America. He does hate America. He's racist. He doesn't like the white race. And so the Jewish people are of white faces. He is for any face that is brown. And a lot of people are like, oh, Lizzie, don't say that. But it is the truth. People don't like to say it. And so we've got a country right now that doesn't really like Jewish people at all. The, the world doesn't like Jewish people. And we've got this whole world order that is against the white race. Well, we talked about it again yesterday. I've continued to talk about it. Hostages. Americans died October 7th, and they still have American hostages on top of Israeli hostages. And anybody that says that you have to, quote, stop an offensive because we don't want to upset them and we could hurt innocent people, yet these people have taken innocent hostages, it's a farce. It shows their true heart. Mm -hmm. They're not doing anything good. It shows you a, a glimpse of their heart. If they say stop, oh, well, we don't want to hurt those people. That means they don't care about hostages. That means they don't care about those who lost their lives, were brutalized either, because they're not talking about that either. Glenn says 100,000 pro-Israel march in D.C. today. Mm -hmm. And how much do you want to bet they won't be burning things or breaking the law or saying kill Palestinians? It won't happen because Israelis don't do that. They don't do that these at, at the pro-Israel events. It does not happen. As Aaron says, Israel's winning. You don't retreat when you're winning. Correct. You root out. That shows you that these people don't want Hamas to leave, which means they're tied to them somehow Correct. in their ideals or in their bank accounts. And Megan Marie says, Megan says, we don't even know if 200 plus hostages are getting humanitarian aid. They could be getting tortured daily for all we know. Exactly. Which is why I say what I say when it comes to this inept administration um, who are doing what they're doing and not getting anything done. Never, ever, ever. Uh, but Susan says, I will never understand why the Jews have always been victims. And I don't understand what you mean by that. Well, a lot of a lot of people keep seeing that people do not like the Jews. It, it's, you know, everywhere. I mean, and we've been seeing it on the chat line that people don't understand why they hate Jews. 
Why, why do they hate Jews? And I had talked about this earlier, that there is signs that I've seen all over down Highway 94, and I've seen it, I've gone into other places. And what I think is really sad about all this is there's the anti-Semitism signs. And I did not even think people hated Jewish people, honestly, until recently. I knew there was the Holocaust. I knew that people didn't like Jewish people. But when you really sit down and you want to figure out what in the world is going on with all this Jew hate. It's, it's been going on for centuries, but they're using it now for a time that is very frightening. If, if you are white or you are Jewish, God help the Jewish people. You have to arm your kids right now. And I've heard a lot of people saying that, that they're Jewish. They can't even walk down their street. And if they live in a city, they are under attack. We've seen we've seen videos and videos and videos of people who are wanting to attack our Jewish people. And the Jew hate is so huge right now. My daughter came home from school yesterday and she even said to me, Mom, why in the world are people even saying that they want to protect Hamas? Fortunately, she has gone to schools that understand the truth. She has been taught in school as well as at home that the Ukraine-Russia fight was not ours to fight. And they were told more simply than all of us know. It was told simply because they are not our ally. Right now, she understands that the Jews are our allies, where Hamas is not our allies. And if you are talking about truth of it, how can you not understand that Hamas would look at Jewish people, but almost any white people, because by looking at Jewish people, unless they have their religious, you know, outfits on and, and, and things like that, you wouldn't know. They are coming after the white race. And if you don't think that that's not true, then you're being naive. They want the white race obliterated. That is in, in a nutshell. And the Jew hate has happened over time for religious reasons, for they are seen. You, you can talk to people in America that do not like Jewish people, and it doesn't have anything to do with Hamas. It has to do that they think that they own the, you know, the music industry, the movie industry. What do you think would base. be happening if Donald Trump was the president? None of this would have been Well, we happened. know that it probably would not have happened, but let's say this is still going on. He comes in to be president. He would bomb Hamas. He would put the mother of all bombs. He says he could end it very fast, just like he says mm -hmm. he could end Ukraine, Russia, problems. But I don't think you can end the, the, the Middle East. I don't know, if, would he even be involved? I think he would be involved only in this one. I don't think he would have been involved in Ukraine. He and Netanyahu are friends. Yes, and he would back the Jewish people. He he, 100% would back the Jewish people. I truly believe that if, none of this would have happened, but say if he came in right now and he was back the president right now, he would help Israel bomb the shit out of Hamas. I truly believe that. He knows what's going on. And it's not because he hates brown people. His hasn't have anything to do with color. It has to do with lies that they're being told. Hamas is is a terror group. And if you are somebody that's walking down the streets that says, free the Palestinians, you are for terror. Now, I don't think Donald Trump would, would do anything about these groups that are forming saying that because those things happened under Black Lives Matters. But he would be calling out that they're one and the same. If you have a Black Lives Matter sign still in your yard, and I'm seeing less and less in them in the city because people are like, oh my gosh, if I am Black Lives Matters, then I am pro cutting off babies' heads. So Donald Trump, I, I truly... I don't know what he would do. I can't I, I, say I, he that would, he would totally... I, I just... I, I, he would warn them. 
He would warn them to get out of Gaza and he would bomb the crap out of that place. He would, yes, he would. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. But Megan says the hostages would be the only reason he needed to get in there and get things done. That is true, Megan. He would, the hostages, I think, would already be home. But in the big thing, he doesn't want us in any of these wars. For people who think that he says mean tweets and mean things, he loves humanity. He loves Americans. He doesn't want to see anyone dead. But he, but we are America first. And so if they're not threatening us at all, maybe he wouldn't go in and bomb them. If he felt that in no way were they being a threat to us, he wouldn't do it. But he would do whatever he could to get the hostages home. Well, I know, but there's another issue that's going on now today, too. And I, I still, I don't see any way in hell how the Democrats could hang their hat on a Gavin Newsom. I just don't see it. However... With everything that's been happening, and of course, later today, something is going to be happening. It's in California. It's the the APEC uh, CEO Summit. It's interesting because you're going to have the big tech executives from Google, Microsoft, Uber. They're all there gathering in San Francisco. Um, and of course, there's a lot of population control pushers. Uh, Albert Burla, the head of uh, Pachizer, is going to be there. Johnson and Johnson executives, uh, Xi Jinping is going to be there. It's why they even cleaned up San Francisco. There's there's sound bites out there with Gavin Newsom kind of admitting it, saying, "Well, the only reason they cleaned it up is because we got all these leaders coming here." Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, so what is really going on today? Is it kind of a changing of the guard, a passing of the torch, so to speak, from Joe Biden to Gavin Newsom? Probably. Am I? I mean, why else? Mm-hmm. Why else are they they doing it there with Gavin Newsom, who just got back from a trip to China? Correct. With Joe Biden there, it, it just doesn't make sense. No. It makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Well, I think that that's what you're saying is exactly true. Why would he want to also, you know, there's also a fundraiser this week. Biden Newsom together for a fundraiser mm-hmm. that's allegedly happening in Napa Valley. If, I read that with Laura. Newsom Laura would not win except for if there was a <clears throat> skewed election like they've been doing. They can easily get Newsom to do whatever they want, just like Biden. So I, I could see that he's the next president, not because... It's almost that they're together Correct. doing this in front of Xi Jinping mm-hmm. right there. Absolutely. With all <clears throat> the liberal, hardcore liberal... Companies, Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, Google, they're all there. I I, I just think it I, I just think a lot is going on there. Global elites, mm-hmm. um, everybody coming in and they know that they can't have Biden. They know that Biden cannot be president. Even if the people out there say there's gonna be some cheating, they still can't have Biden. It, it's a terrible look. It is a terrible look. It is a I, I, I don't know. I, ju- I just agree with this sentiment that it, it's kind of a, a a symbolization, if you will, the passing of the chor- torch. And maybe mm-hmm. it's just me that I see this of Biden to Newsom, but I still I, I cannot get Newsom in that role. No, well, you and I can't because we know what he did to California. You know what he did, you know, to the lockdown and the inflation and all that there. But to the whole world order globalization type people, he's their guy. He would love to have him. So you and I can't see him as being the president. But no, I, I can't. We, we can't see it. <laughs> but if people cheat, we would not be surprised that he was the next president. <sighs> 
nobody likes him other than the far left. He would never get enough votes. But but come on. Biden didn't get the votes either. I mean, I don't care what anyone says. I know people say we can't prove it, but we can't disprove it either. We actually don't have a clue really who won the election by proof. We've never seen it. But we know by common sense, Biden didn't beat out Obama in totals of numbers of votes. And he absolutely did not beat out Donald Trump. That, that didn't happen. So we have to understand that they are going to cheat again. They are going to cheat again. We know it. We talk about it all the time. And Gavin Newsom is their guy because he's a shill yeah, for them. Yeah, the, He's just a better looking shill. Once again, last year, he went to the White House when Biden wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Then he started to do more national events. Then a debate. Oh, we're going to have a debate with Ron DeSantis. Oh, I'm doing an interview with Hannity, Sean Hannity. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to China to talk to their... Pr- what? Now we're having this APEC CEO convention in San Francisco with all of these elites and the money with Joe Biden. Then we're doing a fundraiser together uh, later this week in the Napa Valley to raise three to $4 million. It certainly looks like it's all adding yeah, up, but I don't get it. I just can't see it. Right. We don't get it because it makes absolutely no sense. It makes zero sense other than you want a puppet. You want a puppet to do whatever you want to do. So it's all adding up for him to do that. I mean, and we should not be surprised when we, our next president is President Newsom. That makes me want to throw up. That makes me want to cry. We are in deep doo-doo if that's the case. I know it could be. Um. When Paul's saying, he's got a good point. He thinks Newsom is a distraction and they're going to roll in somebody. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking my language. Mm-hmm. And that could very well be true that they roll somebody out at the last minute. And you know, when they roll somebody out, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a Democrat. They could roll out somebody from Republican because if you look at history and now we understand how this works, they'll have a Democrat, then they'll have a Republican and then they'll have a Democrat and then they'll have a Republican is the president. And we in the past have thought oh well that's just because we saw the democrat did bad so now we're going to vote for the republican okay we didn't like george bush so now we're going to put in somebody else but now we know it's all just been a uniparty all of this has been a uniparty until trump and so now we have to think okay the next person could be a republican but we know the nominee is going to be Donald Trump, and they don't want that. So they're going to make it to the point that he cannot be the nominee because he's indicted. That, that's, that's their plan. And some people don't even see that, but it's so obvious what they're doing. It is, and it has been. And it just, just keep in mind, that's why I wanted to make sure everybody understood what was going on with that today. Um, you'll get coverage of that. But you won't get coverage of Joe Biden continuously calling um, Kamala Harris the president, as he did yesterday. No, they try to hide that. You're not going to see it anywhere. And if people don't see it, they don't think it's happening. Oh, it might have happened one other time. And oh, that's what happens. And you have these situations that are going on. Um, There's a lot of global agendas that are out there. There's a lot of global things that are going on. We talk about these things. We try to bring them to light. There's a lot of these crazy situations that are happening all over the country. Um, We want to bring those to you. There was one situation that happened that uh, I was going to talk about this earlier when it came to the whole situation of trying to cancel this stuff. Um, 
you've actually got, and we're speaking of California, there's a California sheriff in the Sacramento area that is now ripping Target because we have talked about Target and how it is a massively liberal company and not just liberal, but like goes out of their ways to push things on kids, people, and anything else that's happening in your life. Well, this, the, the store who actually called because shoplifters are ransacking their stores in California. Well, the sheriff's Jim Cooper, California, Sacramento County, said he was outraged with Target because Target, when their police were called to come there, were not allowed to handcuff the suspects in the store. That is ridiculous. They said that if they decided to arrest somebody, they needed to do the whole process outside behind the store in the rain so that nobody could see it. Oh, stop it. They said they didn't want to bring attention to these people that they didn't need, mm. and they didn't want to bring attention to the store. The sheriff goes on to say, we were told they didn't want to create that scene in any sort of way that could create negative press. And then he said, unbelievable. He also said that they watched deputies when they were at Target, watched a lady on camera bring in her own shopping bags, go down the body wash aisle and grab a bunch of body washes. Then she went to customer service and returned them. And then she returned them. Yeah, you're Just, seeing a lot of that lately. <laughs> he says, you can't make up this stuff. Our property crimes detectives and sergeant were contacted numerous times by Target to try to help them with shoplifters, mostly who were known transients. So they coordinated with Target, set up an operation with detectives, and then were told that they couldn't arrest people in the stores. Well, you know what? Hey, I, then I hope you get your ass robbed off Target. I hope people take you right out of business for doing this kind of stuff. And it's sad because places like Target used to be fun to shop, like Venture and Kmart and all that. You could go to the store and it was so much more fun to shop than Walmart. I long for the days of Kmart. Oh, I used to love, I used to love Kmart. <laughs> I can't believe you, you you mentioned Venture. Well, that's Venture, baby. That's like, wow. Wow, I love, Venture was my favorite. But a lot of that happened because due to theft and and the, you know, people can just go into the store and steal stuff and it's how they handle it. Walmart, which we know is probably the, you know, the hooge de bouge, as Eric calls it, between Target and Walmart. <laughs> and so you pull up and now they have special parking spots for law enforcement and they've got blue lights, you know, in, in their um parking lot so you can pull a cord in case somebody comes and gets you at, at Walmart. As ugly as that is, and as yucky as that is to see that, at least they're prosecuting people. At least they're doing that target. They don't want any perception of anything bad that they are, you talk about a shill for whatever is going mm -hmm. on. I mean, they're a shill for, okay, the LGBT pride, this or that. I really don't think they believe in any of it. They're just, they just don't want any perception of anything bad and they don't want to be seen as racist and blah, blah, blah. But they've ruined Target. You can't, it used to be fun to go, let's go to Target. Because that yeah, was like, I'm not going to go to Hoosier Zero Walmart. desire to walk into a Target Me store too. anymore. I can't I even tell you the last time I went. Me either. I haven't been, I can't even tell you. I don't even like it. I won't even go in there. And it's sad because it was a great 
fun. It was fun to go get a pretzel at Target. Oh, my God. <laughs> Last time I went, they didn't have clearly marked sections, so I haven't been back yet. Right. They don't have... Cl- you're absolutely right. There's some stores that you... <laughs> That's they're right. not clearly You're marked. talking clearly between men and women, right? Yes. Isn't that what you yeah, said? Yeah, they, they don't have... It's not a department store anymore. There's no departments. It's all one department for everybody. Well, and we were talking about earlier about prices going up. And, you know, we think the movie theaters could be doing things on purpose. That's why all of our things, another reason besides Bidenomics, is there's so much theft and nobody's prosecuting it for whatever reason, either because there's so much of it or because police are, you know, I'm sure police would do that. But a lot of stores, they just take a report, but then they don't prosecute. So big deal, big whoop. So then we now you go in there and this pretzel that cost a dollar now $47. I mean, it's sad because everything is so expensive. Well, Aaron says that Walmart doesn't stop it either. They just file a police report. Yeah, I think he's probably right. Michelle says I won't shop at Target. And it depends on which Walmart. It depends on the manager too. I know some managers that will prosecute and others that just won't. So it's it's a lot of work to prosecute and the managers have a lot of things to do. So if you want to prosecute, it's a lot of time that, that it takes. So otherwise they'll just write a report and let them go. Yeah, Kimberly says, how did she return without a receipt? That's a good question too. And it didn't state it in the story. Store credit. Yep, they get store credit. If you go in without a receipt, they'll give you store credit in most cases. If you shop with the same credit card at Walmart, it pops up on your credit card. But if you pay cash, you don't. So now, instead of getting an argument and getting somebody yell and scream, they'll just give you store credit. Yeah, they just give you a Target gift card Mm -hmm. with uh, the amount that, that is due. Yep. So they might not get cash, but they can go back in. Okay. So just think about that, Vic. They go in and they steal all of the shampoo and stuff. Then they go take it back and they actually get a card. Aaron says, I was a night stalker for Walmart in college. I saw it firsthand. We were told not to stop shoplifters. Yeah, of course. Um, And police also tell you don't stop. If somebody's robbing you, don't try to stop them. Well, I mean, I we've heard we've that. heard a lot of those things. Um, don't try to stick up or help people. I mean, but then it's like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sad. You can't help people anymore because why? You're afraid of getting hurt, getting sued, getting shot, getting ostracized. I mean, getting made fun of, being called a racist. I mean, what a clown! I do hope Target goes out of business yeah. if, if this is what they're going to allow mm-hmm. to happen. I agree. I mean, I that's exactly what you deserve. I mean, especially if you're if you're going to make things difficult for police and you called for help. Correct. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, we want your help, but we want you to do it away from everything. We don't want anybody to see this. You know, it, it's just not good for our, like what? Mm-hmm. Show people, show you'll be arrested here. Show force, show a police presence, show a deterrent. Those are the things that make people think twice. It's when people hear the stories and see the stories of crimes happening, going unpunished, is when they go, oh, we know we can go do this. Look what's happened in New York, in Chicago, and in California, because they see that they can get away with it, so they continue to do it. Gee, it makes a whole lot of sense to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Glenn says the stores in D.C. started to put a picture of the product on the shelf that employees get it for you. I have seen that as well. Yeah, I saw that in Chicago. We were in Chicago a couple months back. Wow, wow, wow. That's how you have to shop at even That's when you know you have a godless society. Correct. 
Correct. You have to, it was very sad to see, and it was even circulating locally that this was happening just right over the side of the bridge. And apparently, in some in St. Charles now, they even have to lock up their Tide Pods. And, and, and you know, I mean, that's sad what, because either the youth is eating the Tide, tide, pad, <laughs> tide Pads, Pods, whatever. <laughs> so, I mean, they're eating it or they're stealing them. I don't know. I don't know if maybe they should have just let them eat them. Then they wouldn't steal them. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's unkind. Or well, this is why corporations are shutting down <clears throat> like Correct. a bunch of their stores. Correct. So. Yeah. And that's, and that's going back to shopping online because their stores are so expensive to keep open with employees. And, you know, a lot of times, you guys, the employees are the ones stealing, too. Employees steal a lot. That's also lot interesting. Mm-hmm. Damn. They do. But I mean... When, when we owned a restaurant, the number one theft was of even like salt shakers and stuff was not the customers. It was the staff that was stealing from you. That's sad. But that's it's a lot of times an inside job. And so you can't even trust your employees a lot of times either. And that's sad. Because people who want to steal will go and work a job two or three weeks just to steal what they want, quit, go somewhere else. That's why our kids aren't working today. You can just go in and, and work in a well, store and steal your No, <laughs> our kids aren't stealing. Our kids aren't stealing. My kids wouldn't steal. Uh, Brenda says, I'm so worried about what life will be like for my grandkids. Me and too, it's a great Brenda. question. We've talked about that and we'll continue to talk about that. You look at how different things were 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. How about even five years ago? And where we are now. And that's the slippery slope that we talk about. That's the where you allow this. You got to stop that. That uh, um, Mike Elam from the St. Charles County Council talked about yesterday. You've got these situations that just continue to happen. Mm-hmm. And if you don't stop it, you know, in five years, you'll look like this. And then if you don't stop it, you'll look like another five years. And then you look back 10 years and you're like, what the hell just happened? And you don't even recognize who you are, what your society is. Or, or what you're about anymore. Correct. And, and that goes back to stuff that we talk about all the time. We're letting people cross the border, then come into different cities, then come into our cities. And so the theft is, yes, from, from a godless society. And it's from people who don't have any money. They were brought over here, promised some things, and then they don't even have any money. So then they're stealing from you as well. It's not fun. Not fun. We have to teach our kids, you know, we have to teach our kids differently than we used to. You have to teach them to be smarter than what's going on, but tell them the truth as well. Well, these things are happening in society and it's funny. I say funny, not funny, funny that it happened, but a television news crew uh, from the Czech Republic that was in town to cover the APEC summit, which I was talking about mm-hmm. with Biden and mm-hmm. Gavin Newsom today. Uh, yeah, they were, um, they were robbed three masked assailants. Oh my. Yeah. It came up with guns pointed to them. So they had the guns at their heads, had the cameraman aiming guns at the stomachs. Uh, this happened broad daylight Sunday, early evening, walked right up to them and stole everything that they had. <laughs> That is kind of funny. We're, I mean, we're talking we're talking about eighteen thousand dollars worth of equipment. Wow! And footage from the day that they shot, you know, as they were driving around San Francisco. Suspects then got under vehicle, took off, drove away, and they haven't been seen since. Mm-hmm. Welcome to San Francisco, yes. the Golden State. 
correct. I remember when you could go to San Francisco, and, and it was crazy even in the 70s and the 80s. You could go out there and see Alcatraz and, and all that kind of fun stuff. And now you can't even go to Fisherman's Wharf without getting mugged or knifed. Of all the places they could have hosted. By the way, this event has been hosted in the United States since 2011. Okay. Because it's a world traveling event. Uh, they chose San Francisco of all the places they could have chose. Yeah. That is, you know, Aaron's calling it the toilet state. That is the toilet city of the toilet state. And I know not all of California is bad. I get it. But a lot of beautiful in California. It is. It's it's a very pretty state, but boy is it being ruined by the policies. And California um is is just awful with their policies. Even places like Santa Monica that used to be so beautiful is turning filthy. And California God loves San Francisco. I don't even know how anybody'd want to live there anymore. I uh, don't. Did we uh did we get through all the stuff that I'd sent you, Joe? I couldn't remember <clears throat> if we did. There's uh one about the uh, World Economic Forum. I was wanting to wait on that. Okay. I want to uh, wait. A, that's a good one and that's important. Th that that but, is yeah. good and that's a longer topic yeah. and we oh, can't yeah, get in yeah, in ten minutes. We'll sure. have to cover it tomorrow. Um yeah, or Thursday. I do like that. So, yeah, we'll wait. We'll go ahead and call it a show. Uh, we appreciate you guys jumping in today to watch us uh, for this November 14th podcast. Um, tomorrow, we've got a wild Wednesday. It's packed. It'll be packed as it normally is. We appreciate everybody jumping in. What do you got, Joe? We do have the Patriots we can cover. Oh, um, let's do that. Let's do cover the Patriots. It's the Patriots of the week. So, and this is our marketing team that does this. They do. I, I don't know any other reasons how they jump in. I know Donna had talked about something at the beginning of the show. Uh, and it, and I guess we have our Patriots of the Week, so it changes each week. Maybe it's with the amount of posts. I don't know. It's a combination. When I was asked, it's a combination of being on the show or being or watching it after the facts, their comments. And it also, we also have a Cancel This Outpost page where people comment there. So it's a combination of all of those things. It just has to do with engagement. Yes. Just the likes, frequency. subscribes, all that good stuff. Yes. And also check out our Instagram page, Cancel This Live. Go on there, like our like our reels. Uh, you can share our reels. That helps the show as well. You can also send us stars. Thank you. When you send us stars on Facebook, that helps as well. Uh, so the Cancelless Patriots. Uh, we'll try to do them on Mondays, I guess, or put them up throughout the week. Aaron Bland, Joe Bergfeld, uh, John T. Perko Sr., Tim Brackett, J.M. Grigsby, Matthew Hicks, Stephanie McInturf. I hope I said that right. Chris Steiner. Joanne Coffin-Feller, or Feller, and Jeannie Wazilowski. Um, thank you for being our social warriors, and that's where we give you the credit for that. So if you're not on the list, I apologize, and I don't know why. We're just trying to figure that out as well. <laughs> Life is a mystery. Life All is right. a fun mystery. Thank you for watching us today for Cancel This for Projo and Lizzie Sparks. I'm Vic Faust. Have an awesome day. Go make the most of it. We appreciate you guys supporting us as well. We will talk to you later. <laughs>